Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 157 of the Chamberlain and Chance podcast. My name is Chamberlain of InfiniteBacklog.com. You know the fool in the fool and his money saying, that's me. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Chance is here of the games of Chance.blogspot.com. Chance, I hope you were a smarter man than I. Much. Excellent. In terms of video game something. purchases. Yes. Alex is also here of dailycrackbot.blogspot.com. Alex fancies birds. I just learned this today. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting a bird, and I'm just wondering if that's tragic or not. No, no, not at all. Okay. The problem with birds is once they're in the room with you, you can't ignore how sexy they are. <laughs> okay. it's just an it's just an elephant it's hanging over the conversation forever yeah. you're looking at over at that graceful swan like neck and the swan's just like <laughs> yeah. the, the one I'm looking at sounds better than that and like they, they, they keep regular hours they're awake 10 hours they're asleep 10 hours they're in bed by like 8 hmm. yeah. and you know you can eat it if you have to no, so there's no there in that thing's bones. Okay, that's <laughs> if if I was if I was gonna go for a bird, I would want to go all the way to raven and uh, or crow or raven if I could. Okay, but if I could raise a crow from a hatchling, I would be fucking thrilled. The carbon will take your wallet. Puzzles to, to use pieces to solve other puzzles. Yeah, th- those right. things will order pizza and, and then right. and then over tip the delivery guy. That's I mean, right. I want that guy in my corner, man. <laughs> You better keep them happy. Oh, I want to be shiny I wanna, bobbles. I want to be walking down the street with my raven, and someone gives me shit, and I go like Tiki, peck his eyes out. Oh, ravens are huge. I know yeah, they are. They are. They're like dog size. I had no mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, normal crows. I mean, they're all corvids. The normal crows have nothing on full blown ravens. They're ridiculous. The coolest, my, the cool, like, there's all kinds of cool little factoids about crows and how smart they are. But one of my favorite ones is if you mistreat crows in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You can go to another neighborhood, maybe even another city, and the crows there will avoid you because they've heard about you. Mm-hmm. They've had you described to them by the other crows. It's fucking amazing. And and that kind of knowledge lasts for multiple generations. Isn't that weird? Crows I love teach that. their kids. Like, they're about so these smart. We're, I think we're running out of ways to test them. <laughs> that makes sense. Like, them and like, how do you communicate man. with a bird? We might be able to. Like all we can do is like give them like treat incentives, but like. Anyway, maybe the crow is the end game of the of the velociraptor and that giant sized brain. Yeah, maybe they're all, they were they have genetic genetic memories aren't aren't a thing. Fuck you. Uh, Assassin's <laughs> Too much Creed. Assassin's Creed. Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. But no, maybe <laughs> if it was, and they could just be remember being dinosaurs and just hate what's happened. Now I I know that when you say that uh, you I'm fooling his money, we're parted. I know what you're talking about. But before we get into that, I have a question for you. Yes. All these months, well, not even months. I think it's been about one month since, maybe two months since. How do you now feel about the purchase of the PSVR? Oh, shit. Um, you forgot you had it, didn't you? Well, yeah, did. honestly, yeah, I did. Mm. Um, Beat Saber came out with an Expert Plus mode that I have not touched yet because I'm a little out of practice. And Harmonix has announced a music rhythm oh, yeah, yeah. game, yeah. which I will buy sight unseen because I do trust Harmonix to make good stuff. Uh, apart from that, Moss was good. And yeah. I haven't touched it. So I, I am not getting near as much use out of it as you are. That's for sure. Yeah, and are I'm, you still using it for Overwatch? Every day. Wow. Every day. And wow. and the thing is, if I wasn't using it for Overwatch, I would get as much use out of it as you do. 100%. Yeah. I, tr- I tried Moss. I have the full download of Moss. Um, and I tried it. And it, it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's good. It's okay. But There's it's not nothing... great. 
Yeah, it's not great. No, it's, it's the, the mo- best the, like the actual game stuff. game. Yeah, I mean, it's the actual game game mm. is probably the best VR thing I've played, honestly. Did but you try it... Astrobot? No, I never did. I okay, no, Astrobot is better than Moss. Okay. But Moss okay. is good in the same way that Astrobot is good. It's just Astrobot's better. Okay. Question Astrobot, Astrobot is more of a traditional platformer. If mm. they could fix the walking diagonally thing, could you see yourself playing Skyrim the way you play it without a headset in your face? Uh, they did. That's in there. And someone on the someone commented on the blog telling me that there's an option in there that I can turn that off and just like turn manually and shit like that. But the problem being, I didn't care enough to try. Oh, uh, okay. Because really, Skyrim in VR looks fucking shitty. Oh, is yeah. it really turned down? It's, yeah. It's not just that. It, well, it is. It is. I think it is kind of turned down. Like it looks about as good as it did on the PS3. Um, but it's. But even then, like on the PS3, there was all kinds of effects, and maybe those effects are still in there, and they're just not doing the job. But you get really close to shit in VR. You're you're like having a conversation with these guys right across from you, and it's there's not. It's not even uncanny. It's not realistic. Yeah, it's you're having a conversation yeah. with a polygon. It's a clay sock puppet. Yeah. Not even, not even a sock puppet can be very expressive. Oh, See, you're, you know what? I, I've seen some good puppet work. That's right. That's right. I really need to go through and at least play through the entire intro of Resident Evil Seven up to where you get your hand cut off. Oh. Just to see how that feels, because because Resident Evil Seven did not make me motion sick the way that um, Rush of Blood did and Res HD did. Um, Those ones made me feel ill. Was, but it, Seven it, did not. It was like the click to turn thing as well, though, right? Uh, it is, but you can you can turn to look around normally. Seven's this weird kind of mix between the two. It is, it's click to turn, but you can turn your head to look around. Yeah, but that's the, the same. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it was yeah, you're right. It is the same thing, but a lot of the times nothing's happening that fast in seven. I mean, there's a few boss fights, and I don't know how would they would work, like the car and the garage. Well, you never played it. You don't know what that is. No, I don't. Um, there's a boss fight where there's a guy doing donuts in his car in the garage. And you have to avoid it. It's oh. actually awesome. Um, I don't know how that would work in VR because you're like running around like crazy. So, mm. but I really, I, I, the, the, the 10 minutes I spent in Resident Evil seven was not awful. Mm. <laughs> it's the best I have to say about that. That is a glowing endorsement, sir. It is. And I have a VR that I don't, I don't use. So now, um, you know, I'm just going to skip right ahead to a headline. Okay. So I can I can better talk about what I've been playing this week. The final headline, actually, of the evening tonight is Hollow Knight Silk Song has been mm. announced. Uh, we don't think we talked about this last week, did we? No, it came out after. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Oh, oh my <laughs> fucking god! Oh yeah, my god! Nowhere. I watched that trailer and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, right, help was... me out here. Is that character someone from Hollow Knight? The yes. Oh, so yes. She didn't even get to the man. Is she yeah. playable? She's no. she's like a recurring boss, kind of like Revolver Ocelot. Yes, like oh, she she repeatedly okay. shows up and tests you, and then okay. because you beat her, she's like, okay, maybe you're good enough to go on. And <laughs> then and then when all hope is lost and you're about to die, she saves you and sets you back on the path. Oh, so okay. Hornet is a, is a, was a very cool, mysterious, interesting character. We don't know what her origins are or anything like that. And yeah, she's like half spider. She was born in the Hollow Nest. Are we sure of that? Yeah. She's got silk stuff going on. That was on. the whole point of the spiders, no. that she was from there. Oh, she I didn't know you. that. Yeah, like, w- like when you figure out that spiders are hiding out in there, she, you walk out, she's like, so you know. She's just waiting for you. That's where and, she was born. 
And I, as I believe one of the first stretch goals for the original Kickstarter for Hollow Knight was some Hornet DLC. And at the time, they were just like, I don't know, maybe we'll we'll let you play through the campaign as Hornet. We don't really know. We have no idea what this is going to be. And then they went on and made like half a dozen DLC packs for free. Yeah. Really cool DLC, some of it, that you really want to have in there. And it's wonderful stuff. And uh, and then everyone's like, okay, this is all nice. Remember that Hornet shit that we paid for? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> And so, you know, people were still expecting maybe a little campaign, maybe you just play through the campaign as Hornet, who knows. This is Hollow Knight 2. Yep. Yeah. This is a sequel to the best Metroidvania I think I may have ever played. It, you, you, I expected to hate, to like it a little less every time I played it, but I played it four times, and each time was just lovely. And I completely agree with that because after after that trailer, I rewatched that trailer repeatedly, and was so interested in it. And I realized that goddamn, it's good. I gotta get me some Hollow Knight right fucking now. <laughs> and I went and I started a new game on my on my Switch again. So I am up to the point now where I have the maxed out nail, where uh, it costs like four grand to upgrade, and you got to get three pieces of pale ore from like three of the hardest things you can fucking do in the game, and I've got all that. And then I saved up fifteen thousand dollars, and I went and got myself the unbreakable strength charm. So I am I am in hollowness to destroy its ass now. Like I am <coughs> I am the fucking end boss of this place, and I've played through pretty much the entire game in its entirety again and as I'm playing it and I've come I come back to this again and I don't want to pressure you buddy but every time I play this game I just feel so sad <laughs> that this because I know once it cracks for you you would appreciate that this is one of the best games of all time but it, you can't crack it and that makes me so sad and I'm like there's got to be something I can do like I will pay for your next AAA game no 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 if no, you no, beat no. Hollow Knight no, 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 no. That's the all problem I need. is we, you're, we you're asking him to get through the White Palace, man. I don't know. No, I'm not asking. No, no, no. He doesn't. He doesn't have to get the true ending. Oh, but, oh right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah, you don't have to get the, the true ending. The problem is, and, and we'll talk about this in a little bit, is that once I turn on a game, oh, yeah. that's true. Remember, Two um, B. What was the name of that game? Yeah, yeah. Near Automata. Near Automata. Yeah, I felt betrayed by that <laughs> game, personally, by Yoko Taro, and. Doesn't matter. See, see because of how would... I felt, because of how I felt about Demon's Souls, I did not play Dark Souls one, two, or three, and because of how I feel about drug about Bloodborne, I don't want to play Sekiro. So, okay, Sekiro and Bloodborne are likely different genres. First of all, they are, they are, they but, are, but same developer. But I think I think the Yoko Taro thing in particular is just an example of you not being able to take a joke. Yoko Taro was somewhere laughing his ass off about that. Yeah, he won. There was a contest of wills there, and he defeated me without knowing who I was. Because <laughs> by the time I'm even halfway through Hollow Knight, what it becomes is the game itself is a framework for the adventure that you decide you want to go on next. There's all kinds of stuff to do in this game, and it doesn't directly tell you about any of it. But as you travel through the world, you can see all of it. And you can see that there's a boss here that I can't beat now, but maybe one day I'll come back. That boss is now marked on your map. And eventually you get to a point where uh, all those bosses are marked on your map. All these optional fights are marked on your map. And uh, if you defeat uh, the Collector in the pal what is it called the palace of or the tower of love yeah, if you defeat is. the collector in the tower of love and the collector is a weird <laughs> little guy who's always laughing but he appears to be made out of the same black shit that your 
were made out of. And, uh, and once you defeat the collector, you get a thing for your map that shows you where every one of these little lost grubs are hiding. And there's like 40 or 50 grubs in the game. And they're all just hanging out in these glass bowls. Yeah, and I got you, a couple of those. Yeah, and you yeah. run up to the bowl and you shatter the bowl and the, the grub goes, meow, meow, and then <laughs> crawls into the ground and disappears. And as a reward for saving the grubs, the grub father, who you'll find very near the start of the game, will will reward you for every single grub you save. And and that's just a little task that you can assign yourself. And it's this huge, beautiful, interesting world. And just the act of getting around it, once you have the double jump, once you have the, the wall jump, and once you've really mastered, like, bouncing off guys with the sword, just getting around this world is an absolute pleasure. Just, it's a wonderful, wonderful game. He's not even talking about the soundtrack. No. Okay, the soundtrack was good. Um, You may have hit part of what my problem is, is that there is no checklist in this game. There is There is no quest list to work off of. My life... You do get a little checklist at a point, but what uh, that is is three points on the map. Yeah. It says go here. The way I run my life, at least professionally, is off lists. I have a list of things that are long-term things that need to be done. I have a list of things of short-term things that need to be done. And I live in those lists. My blog originally started just as a way to make a list of games that I played. That's why when I'm presented with this open world game with all these like points to reach on the map, like 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 um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, oh I God, like the list you know come a little bit. I'm like, ooh, you know, there's like, oh, I have a list. I have this giant list of things that I get to check off one at a time. Um, when there is no list, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Yeah, there's, um, there's a which is why I actually have having a problem with what I'm playing right now because it isn't as obvious of what needs to be done. Choice paralysis is I think is the choice. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. Choice paralysis. Yeah, I, I I need a direction. I need those curbs. The road can be pretty goddamn wide, but I need those curbs to know if I'm going too far in one direction okay, or the other. Okay, but didn't you really like Symphony of the Night? That was a long time ago. But this is nowhere near... Yeah, but that was before he got into this harmful habit that is destroying oh, right, his yeah. ability to enjoy games. That was it's 20 no years ago. when more unstructured than that game is. When there was, well, see, that was 20 years ago, more uh, than 20 years ago now, when I was poor uh, and Gamefly wasn't a thing. So I did not have an option to play everything. Beggars can't be choosers, and he had to suffer through Symphony, Symphony of the Night. Symphony of the Night, one of the... <laughs> which, which is not something I would wish on anyone. I yeah. still liked it. Shitty it's game. It's no, it's not. Not compared to Hollow Knight. I mean, I honestly, yes, Hollow Knight's much better. That's right. It is. But it, but it's also a and, much later game that had decades to learn. From. And oh, I, yeah. I still the take industry issue, should learn. <laughs> I still take issue with the notion that Hollow Knight is betraying you because your your money stays with your corpse when you die. It's not. That's the deal. And your job, your mission. Is, is to be cool with that and, and to accept that sometimes when you die, that's the cost of it. And if you want it back, you got to be real careful about it. And, and that is the quest. It's like a dynamic quest that occurs based on your actions. Souls likes should come with a warning label. I accidentally put about 45 minutes into one called Immortal Unchained. Uh-huh. And it took me a little bit to figure out. I'm like, wait a minute. This is, oh, this is a souls like. And I shut it off immediately. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, what's this new open world then? Uh, well, okay. Before I get down? there, is this crackdown? No, it's not. It's oh. not crackdown. I'm not playing crackdown. Before it's I get down there, to thirty bucks in um, the UK, apparently, crackdown's pretty much shit from what I hear. No, if it's not it's shit. Just, just like eh. it's just a last gen game. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So, um, but there was pleasure in those games. 
The first one, especially. The second yeah, one, just, just running the first around one again. getting fucking agility orbs. Man. Agility that's, orbs, yeah. That's a good yeah. time. I love game. I love it that is. shit. All right, so... Also, Terry Crews. He is, oh, a, uh, he is a national treasure. Agreed. Terry loves cameos. Honestly, I will take Terry Crews over The Rock. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I will. Yeah. Just because I'm kind of tired of The Rock. The Rock got overexposed. Yes. I'm not tired of The Rock. I still think The Rock is pretty charming. I would take I th- The Rock over Triple uh, 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 X, or that guy's name is. Oh, well, his career's are over anyway. Oh, oh, Vin Diesel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah done. I, would, I, would, I would definitely take The Rock over Vin Diesel. The, the Rock is at least, you know, he comes across as quite intelligent. Oh, he is, absolutely. Yeah, and, and that's an, that's one of the things that it's wonderful about Cruise, is like if you actually listen to him talk about anything, it's like, holy shit, he's so deep. Yeah, <laughs> I hope The Rock as Black Adam is cool. Um, because The Rock needs to play a villain. From what I hear, that that movie is trying to really get away from the whole grim, dark DC shit and just enjoy the fun of being a superhero, which is what the character Shazam is apparently all about. It, it is, but Black Adam is not. Yeah, but I think I think, but still, uh, The Rock is at his funniest when he can be just a little bit hammy. Yeah, and and yeah, so I, I that I'm not a big fan of the DC movies, but I've been hearing stuff that really turns me on. Speaking of which, have you guys read the impressions of Wonder Woman? Or not Wonder Woman, um, uh, Captain Marvel. No. No. Uh, there was a press screening a little while ago. They weren't allowed to do full write-ups, but they could post about it on social media. And the shit that they were saying about Captain Marvel, I don't think I've been this hyped to go see a Marvel movie since Guardians. I won't be able to go see it in the theater, probably, but it's, I'm hearing wonderful things. I'm hearing, like, this might be the movie that kind of redeems the Marvel franchise for me. Nice. For you. Okay. I actually okay. really liked Infinity War. I watched it a stupid number of times. I didn't like it that much. I think I saw it twice. <laughs> you still saw it twice? That's, yeah. well, you know, it's still five on. hours. It's a two and a half hour movie. That, that last fight is fantastic. It's really good. And I watched, uh, I, uh, I watched The Crimes of Grindelwald. Oh, why? 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 I told you that game movie was terrible. Because I loved the first one. Oh. I want to see where these characters go. No, they don't I, go anywhere. That, I, you're so right. Oh. This was absolutely terrible. It was terrible. This was we got to make four more of these. So. Oh, God. This was a movie some of the A that material. W- it was like the whole story was predicated on the assumption that the audience already understands everything that's going on and is really, really invested and is looking for every single little clue. But those little clues aren't really even there. Nope. The characters aren't really explored at all. In fact, it fucking retcons the last movie. Basically. Because the, uh, there was a large plot point of the last movie that the main character had an abusive ex-girlfriend who was was really not good for him and really manipulative and and was a taker, is what is how it was put in the movie. And then in this movie, she's reintroduced basically as a hero, as a kind of a pretty cool character that does nothing wrong and is really kind and supportive of everyone and then sacrifices herself for the greater good. Mm-hmm. What was the fucking point of that? Additionally, the last movie ends up with this painfully antisocial character who clearly has some sort of undiagnosed form of Asperger's, mm-hmm. finally kind of admitting to this woman that he cares about that he would very much like to see her again. And you can see the joy in that woman that he's expressing that, and she agrees that she wants to see him then. And then they just write a little fucking thing that now she's angry at him for some reason. Yeah, because and then, she misread a headline. <laughs> yeah, because she misread a headline. And then the character of Queenie. 
all of that oh, shit. Oh, yeah, who goes evil? What the fuck Queenie was that? Queenie goes fucking evil for no fucking reason. It was like, I felt betrayed by this fucking mm-hmm. movie. Like, the only cool thing about this movie was there was a giant Chinese cat demon thing with, like, a ribbon cool. tail. That was neat. Yeah. That was neat. Yeah. That was neat. And that's it. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's you it. saw Wreck-It right. Ralph 2, too, didn't you? I did. Uh, I, did. I have not seen Wreck-It Ralph 2 It's yet. pretty think, mediocre uh, and kind of grossly commercial in a way I'm still not comfortable with. I don't mind I don't mind the commercialism. So is the last one. You know, product placement is a big part of the, the franchise, frankly. But I think what I found... I don't know. What I found a little sad about it was that Wreck-It Ralph 2 is a movie about male entitlement. Yeah. And um, and it's and it's about the male hero. Well, the male hero is Wreck-It Ralph. But really, the story is about um, Vanellope uh, kind of coming into her own and choosing her own destiny. And that happens not to include Ralph. And you can you can certainly say that this is about two best friends, but it works as an analog of breaking up with your boyfriend to yeah, yeah, to yeah. be with your lesbian lover is huh? really how it goes. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that, I did like that part. That's when I uh, almost put it down, but I did finish it. Well, no, no, it, that didn't bother me. I guess what what bothered me was um, it just, if you're going, the, the if jokes that's go- landing, the way if that's going. No, I thought a lot of the jokes were pretty good. What bothered me was. Um, Ralph was still the hero of this movie while simultaneously being the villain. And, um, it's okay. I, I don't think it's a bad thing to have, to have that be in a movie of, um, you know, the, the, the healthy thing to do is to let someone go if you really love them. Um, and the way they framed it as, as kind of like the, the masculine need, like you have to stay with me and blah, blah, blah. And, to, to show that that's unhealthy, I think that's really good. I think this yeah. is a movie that will spark uh, really healthy conversations with growing boys and young men. Uh, I think I think that aspect of it is positive. But I also feel like because the point of the movie is respecting Vanellope's agency, it should have been more about Vanellope because I really didn't feel her joy at Slaughter Race all that much. Like, it really kind yeah, of felt... I didn't like that musical number. Yeah, it felt shoehorned. It did not... Really? That musical number actually did not have the impact that it needed to. It really didn't, which is weird because I think, like, uh, uh, didn't that guy who wrote Hamilton do it? Like, I think oh, it was... I a... don't know. I, I know um, one of the Futurama directors wrote, uh, wrote the script. Oh. So, so I feel like if, if the entire point of the movie is respecting Vanellope as a person, we should feel more of Vanellope as a person. Yeah. And this really, instead of being like Ralph Rex the Internet, it should have been called like, uh, the, the, the Adventures of Vanellope or something like that. Make it her movie and allow yeah, his still. Po- his point of view wasn't, wasn't worth it. It wasn't as helpful as I think. And, but at the same time, Ralph was the hero of the first one. The fans want to go see Wreck-It Ralph 2. But I guess this is like a movie where the victory is uh, is being okay with not winning. And that is I, maybe that's just so counter to everything I've ever heard in pop culture mm-hmm. that, that it, that's kind of jarring to me. Um, that said, everything with the princesses was hilarious. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed all of that. Captured or enslaved? Yeah. Dying. <laughs> dying yeah it was it it was good (laughs) um yeah no like i think it's fine that you know ralph is the bad guy for one movie i feel like that's a pretty good thing like but but at the same time like the first movie had such a great villain and a legitimately good twist 
Mm-hmm. I wasn't looking for another twist, but like the story didn't really grab me. They kept repeating what they were doing over mm-hmm. and over. It's like, remember how to get that steering wheel? Like, yeah, yeah, I got it. It was like every ten minutes for three fourths of that movie. It just it didn't respect my intelligence the way the first one did a lot yeah. of the time. No, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. that that's I love, it. I love the first movie. That, that's that. that said, way better than. Uh, than Crimes of Grindelwald. Well, yeah, <laughs> that movie was out with was without redeeming features. There was Way nothing in better. All right, so I actually. But played... Johnson Ryle is still fantastic. Oh yeah. So I made my way. I touched four games since the last time we talked. Tell us of Metro. Speak of Metro. Well, before I speak of Metro, Damn it. I do need to give the smallest of kudos to something Battlefield Five did. Okay. Because Battlefield Five managed to do something that I have not seen in the single-player portion of any game set in World War II ever. Mm. And that is playing from the German perspective. Oh, wow. The oh, final yeah, mission yeah. in Battlefield Five is called The Last Tiger. And it is in the final, literally, hours of the defense of Berlin. Oh. And you are a tank captain in the last Tiger tank, desperately fending off the Americans. Hmm. Not and, the Russians, okay. Yeah, 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 it was, it was that front. It was that okay. side, not, not the Russians. Um, and it was interesting because it portrayed the Germans as almost two different groups. You had people who realized, we're fucked, why are we doing this? And then you had on the other side who were shooting deserters. So, <laughs> who, who were shooting deserves? It? Shooting deserters. Who's the downfall? I have not. There's just a great scene that just takes place, like just the rape of Berlin. It's just like one of the um, officers just leaves the bunker and just gets wasted in a fancy hotel alone. It's fantastic. Yeah. So, and, and then in, in the tank itself, sorry, I'm, I'm drinking another one, another one of those bottles of uh, mm. of, of dragon's, dragon's milk. Dragon's milk, yeah. So my enunciation is already anyway. Um, in the tank itself, the tank captain is. He's trying to follow his orders, but he knows you're done. The driver's like, why are we even here? But the gunner is like, gung-ho Nazi, like, don't desert or I'm going to shoot you in the back. So there's this conflict just in the tank crew, which is actually kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. But then you actually have to play the game, and it's the same kind of tank shooting you've always had in this. There's some shooting, other first-person shooting sections that are unremarkable. But it was just, it was interesting because it's the first time I've seen this one, seen Battlefield or Call of Duty or any other World War II game actually puts you in the shoes of a Nazi. Mm-hmm. And and it, it worked because it had a very tragic ending. Because it should, because Berlin gets fucking rolled over at this Dude. point in time. Um, I still say Battlefield Five is not a good game. Battlefield One was better by a whole lot. Battlefield Five not worth it. But this ending thingy, it's no dust boot, huh? No, 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 not at all. Not at all. I think if if there's any one time, perhaps in modern history, when the the population of North America was most primed to empathize with the Nazi soldiers, it's right now. Oops. Mm. Yeah. I was actually you're probably I, right. Every now and again, uh, my mother is slipping further and further into dementia, ah. and every now and then I have to explain to her why Donald Trump is a thing. 
<laughs> That's fucking but, devastating. I'm sorry. I know. I know. And, See, and and I figured it out today. I figured it out today. The quickest way to do it. Because usually it's like, how, why did he get there? People elected him. What, are they stupid? Yes. Yes. Why, yeah. would, Mom, pe- why yes. would people do that? Because they're, they're stupid. Because they're stupid. But, but why? I go, and then today yeah. I figured it out. I go, okay, look at this way, Mom. Do you remember Hitler? She goes, yes. I go, Hitler was a very bad guy. She goes, yes. I go, he was democratically elected. She goes, why? Because people are stupid. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all there is. And and yeah, same thing. Well, Germany was defeated and humiliated. They're looking to wait to vent at anything. I mean, I don't know. It's a whole lot of shit. Yeah, Germany had a very different military uh, setup. So Metro. Yeah. In which there are fascists, but... Yeah, well, let's change the subject from Trump to Russia. Let's go. <clears throat> yeah. So... I enjoyed the first two Metro games because they were very linear, well-directed, well-focused, kind of double-A-level shooters. Mm. Very corridor-driven, very claustrophobic, very dark. Metro Exodus attempts to take this, I don't want to say open world, but much, much larger levels with widely spaced objectives that can be obtained or taken in any order. Each of these objectives usually leads to an underground kind of corridor thing. So at its roots, it's still basically the same Metro game. The, it's structure, just that, the structure sounds a lot like the new Met, the new uh, Tomb Raider games to me. Uh, it is Yes, that's actually a very good um, comparison. Mm. But what's in between the objectives is much less interesting oh. than what's in a Tomb Raider game. And it's not as dense. The Tomb Raider games are actually very dense with things you can find and do. Whereas this one, it's like, hey, I'm in the desert. Now I have to walk for a while, and here I am. What I need to do. The problem with Metro Exodus okay, is that wait, it has... Wait, pause. Is mm-hmm. that walk for, for a while like actually like um, absorbing? Like, Is this like a walk through Fallout 4 where you're no. walking for five minutes, but the a- atmosphere is really cool? Not really. Oh. No. It, it's The art design and the interesting parts are all in the linear areas. Oh. The open areas are just not that interesting. Okay. And... The problem is that as a shooter or as a slash almost open world game, it learned none of the lessons of other open world games about how you handle saves. How often <laughs> did Skyrim save for you? Uh, Skyrim only saved uh, when you ended a quest or when you entered or exited a building. Exactly. But you could go back, if I remember correctly through consecutive autosaves and pick one, I think. I don't oh, yeah. yeah, you could. It would, auto sa- it would keep your um, saves between buildings and your manual saves. It was really yes. good at it. Yeah, no, you could you, find them. Yeah. But really? It had multiple yeah, autosaves? It, had, it, had, it, had three, it would have three rotating uh, autosaves. Oh, see, that's, that's how it should it. be, but yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah. And because of that, the save files would balloon in size and there were issues. But, but it was a good idea because Bethesda knew that they are Bethesda, mm-hmm. and weird things happen, and sometimes you need to roll back to an, a different, a previous autosave, and maybe the player didn't do a manual save in a couple of hours. Let's just say, pull a number out of the sky, two, for no reason at all. Um, and it knew that, you know, with those consecutive autosaves, that you could kind of save yourself if something weird happened. Well, in Metro Exodus, I was sneaking into a cave, and I snuck into the shed, and there was a guy sitting in the chair. And I hit the stealth kill button, and I swung in behind him to kill him, but the, in the animation of killing him stuck me between a chair, which for some reason doesn't move, and a wall. 
The space between the two was smaller than whatever my character actually took, so I clipped into the wall and could no longer move. Mm. And as soon as I realized this, it auto-saved. There is one okay, autosave slot. In the blog, you write that there was this moment before the autosave happened where you realized you need to load. And you it were is. just too late. Yes, was that, is that was. actually how it happened? It is. Oh, that is so tragic. It is. And and it was it was it, it it's tragic because the game had actually found itself. The first couple of levels were like, oh, okay, this is kind of open world. But then and I'm gonna spoil this for you because I'm not gonna play any further, and chance you're not gonna buy it. So Metro spoilers for an early level here. Um Artyom realizes that, hey, there are people alive outside of Moscow. And Moscow had been under this kind of dome of radio silence because Russia realized they were lost and decided to play possum, pretend to be dead. So they put this jamming signal over Moscow to hide the fact that anybody was left alive. They figure this out, steal the train, start heading to the seat of government, which they didn't say where it was. Um... But they're, they're literally on a steam train heading to where the government is. You're trying to get to the seat of the Russian government? Yes. Okay. To figure out what's going on. Where they, where they had left. The government had retreated to this underground bunker, basically. So they get there. They have their adventures on the way there. They get there. And the doors open. And they're like, well, this is kind of not kept up. This is kind of shitty in here. It looks a lot like the metro where we came from. But okay, that's fine. Maybe they just don't have a lot of people. So they get in. And it's it's the commander, Artyom, and his wife, Anna. The three of them. And like, and that's it. This is the three of them. Talk to them. And they're in this room, and the lights come on. And the commander's like, well, wait, who are you? And it turns out that some of the government had been killed off, and the rest of the government were now cannibals. No. Oh. And <laughs> had literally been eating the people who came to them looking for help. And I'm like... My goodness, is this apt. I like this a That's lot. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Because then there's a little bit of the girl in the refrigerator because Anna gets captured and you have to rescue her. Yeah, apparently um, that happens throughout the game. Yeah, Anna, it's like they try to make Anna a badass, but she's constantly getting captured. And you're constantly rescuing her. It's like, come on, make one or the other. Either she's awesome or she's not. Um, What's but it, that uh, Wolfenstein walked that line really well. It did, yeah. It did because she saves him in the end. Yeah. Well, well, no, and the, not only that, yeah, but she's, but she's presented as eminently capable and smart mm-hmm. through the entire thing. Yeah. And, and sometimes you need saving, and sometimes she needs saving. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. But you fight this level, and it's actually a, a very well-done kind of suspenseful level, because you have cannibals coming out of the walls, and some of them have weapons, and some of them don't, and the shooting is good, and it's a cool, small level. And then you finish that, and then you're dumped out of the open world again. So... The problem I ran into where I literally got stuck in a wall is that the autosave was gone and my previous manual save was about two and a half hours old. And I don't like the open world sections enough to play it again. See, but the thing is, if you had just loaded that two hour old save, you could have played through the best part of the game again. No, it's actually after that. The two two hour old save is at the beginning of an open world section. Oh, okay in which there's at least one building I have to clear out that's full of nothing but mutants, and those are no fun to fight because fighting it. humans is about a net zero because you kill them and they leave ammo behind, and ammo is still scarce in this game. Killing mutants is rough because they don't leave anything behind. They're just like saps. They, 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 they sap your resources quickly. Nope. So, is there XP? Stuff? No, there is no XP. Hmm. Okay, it, nope. It's all about... It's all about uh, scrounging different attachments for your weapons, hmm. but the character itself does not change hmm. at all, which is okay. I don't mind that. I just 
am stuck on a wall and don't want to Not replay them two and a half hours. This is true. So that means, unfortunately, that I'm not going to get to see any more of Exodus because I don't want to replay that two and a half hours. It and sounds like you're sounds. not missing a whole hell of a lot. I, I don't trust it anymore for different reasons. I don't trust that I'm not going to run into this weird technical difficulty. And it would be completely solved if it had that rotating three autosave slot that, that but, Skyrim has. See, here's my thing, though. You can trust that it will have issues like this. And now that armed with the no- armed with this knowledge, you could just replay that two hours. And I understand that that's suffering, pure suffering. It is. But you could replay that two hours in the name of just getting this game under your belt. And and seeing where Artyom's journey takes him, because you know, did you, you go do back to know. it after you got screwed by that monster and had no ammunition in the shotgun and the second one? Um, the mother was that okay. the mother fight? In my defense, <laughs> in my defense, it took me like twenty fucking tries to beat mother because I got to her with almost no ammo. Yes, and then it auto saved right behind you. And 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 then yeah, and then it auto saved right before I walked into the fight. So I had to repeatedly attempt this fight with like one fucking clip of ammunition. Mm-hmm. And then miraculously, after probably hours of trying, I finally did it. Walked out into the sunrise and was like, "Thank God, okay, I'll I'll pick this up tomorrow." Turned off the game. <laughs> Loaded it up the next day, and I was back in front of the mother fight. Uh huh. And I was like, "No, no, no." No, no, and the thing is, that was on me. That was on me. I could have, I could have solved that problem with a manual save. But the point oh, now, it's I have just to text poorly my brother designed. Back. I'm sorry. Okay, it's just poorly designed. It's just poorly designed, and it, this is a problem that has been solved in other games. Um, and and it yeah. and they did not do it, so I don't feel like giving it any more time. And it makes me sad because I actually bought the game. You think Which Resident Evil weird. 2 might wash that taste out of your mouth? I think you're going to sure love it. Will. I think you're going to love Resident Evil 2. I'm, I'm sure I'm getting will. that because I got, well, I got 60 bucks burning a hole in my pocket. Wait, well, wasn't um, there something else that you wanted to put on? Yeah, yeah there's there a was. bird. You get, you get yourself mm. another 60 bucks and you got that bird, man. Of course, you're also going to need a cage. You're also no, going to need On some... that, I'm waiting on my security, uh, the, uh, security deposit. My um, tax. Tax, tax rebate. If you're getting one, because yeah, you know, that's yeah, this year. that's up in the air. <laughs> Let's see if I owe money, which definitely means no bird. Also, yeah, no yeah. eating out at all. To to, uh, to segue into uh, uh, illegal territory for a moment. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's good or bad that the Mueller report is apparently coming out next week? Man, I don't think we're done. Uh, I think it might it might just be just an update. I don't know. Like, there's, it's either, it's either he's done or, um, the new AG stepped in and said, "Hey, a subordinate, you're done." But here's the thing: they're old friends, are they? Doesn't yeah, they're old friends. But he did write a memo, like he wrote like a ten-page memo. Oh no, 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 no. Bar, Bar helped people get away from away from the uh, Iron Contra thing. I'm not crazy about it, but I don't think he'd do do Mueller dirty. And Rosenstein would not be stepping down voluntarily. If there wasn't, if we weren't good. And, you know, if Trump were innocent, Comey would still be involved in the FBI. So I'm tentatively caught, excited okay. about what this means. Okay. Because he has been flipping his shit quite more than usual, and i like to see where this goes. All right, fair enough. All right. <laughs> and Roger Stone's going to prison, and things could be going a hell of a lot worse. Did that Did that judge actually turn around and say, I'm rescinding your bail? No, but no. he's got a full gag order now. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay, back to video games. Mm-hmm. Um, so after Metro Exodus, I spent half an hour on that Immortal Unchained, realized it was a Souls-like, and turned it off immediately. And then it was time for Just Cause 4. Yay, open world, actual open world stuff. Okay. And Just Cause 4 is Just Cause 3, but without its sense of humor. 
Ouch. It's just a little too serious. Rico, Rico Rodriguez is a silly character, and he knows he's a silly character and behaves as such, except in Just Cause 4, he's way too serious. No, not a very, very serious uh, Gatling, or grappling hook. Yeah, so, and the, I mean, it's, this is based on all about three hours of play, so maybe he gets silly again later. Um, but the other issue I'm having with 4 is Just Cause, okay, Just Cause 1 was a lost cause. I never actually played that one much. Just Cause 2 and 3 were good kind of mid-tier open-world games. Lots of stuff blowing up. Your average frame rate is about 15. <laughs> just because the engine couldn't handle it. Um, just Cause 4 solved some of that. It's not the best-looking game in the world, but it runs at 30 frames per second most of the time. The problem is is that in Just Cause 2 and 3, you would run into this town, and you would have a series of very specific, there's the list again, very specific things to do in the town to liberate the town. Blow up statues, blow up this, blow up that. Anything with red on it, blow up. Now you find a town, and instead of this specific list of things you need to do, it's like, okay, liberate the town by doing this racing mission over here and doing this wingsuit mission over here. But you still need to blow stuff up because it raises this gauge, but it's no longer quantified. Like, this is what you need to do. Oh, so, so it's just blow shit up and a gauge fills? Yeah, basically. So you liberate the town by destroying it. No, you liberate now. You liberate the town by doing like seemingly non-related side missions. Why are you running? I'm helping you. Yeah. Okay, but so, but the frame rate. Frame rate is actually thirty almost all the time. Okay, that's right. not bad. It's well, it's not the greatest looking game in the world because they they sacrificed actually looking like a. I mean, it, okay, it doesn't look like a 360 game, but it does look, does not look like a good Xbox One game either. It's kind of stuck in between, mm-hmm. but they they sacrificed that to actually not grind to a halt when you blow up a helicopter. Uh, that's a trade I'll take. Yeah, so it's still fun. Shooting things feels good just because it's it's Avalanche. Yeah, Avalanche has kind of like got this game down now that they can churn them out, and it's, it's fine. Yeah, um, I, I just, I, I miss the silliness of, of 3. It's like Just Cause 3 was almost Saints Row. Not quite that weird, but close. And this one stepped back towards, like, Grand Theft Auto, that comparison. And I don't like it. I like the silliness. I like, I like Rico being this kind of crazy guy, and now he's like, oh, fine, we'll just do this now, blah, blah, blah. So. I didn't ask for this. Yeah, I did not ask for this. What has what, what Alex been playing? Alex has been playing Civilization Gathering Store. Hey. Ah, All okay. right, break it down break it down it's a lot of little things that add up to one big thing which is this game is now like 20% more interesting and will remain t- being 20% more interesting the two or three years I keep playing it for <laughs> like it's not a huge huge update but each game is different enough to where like I wasn't sick of it before and I'm not going to be sick of it for years like, yeah, but, but, it's but, not but, but all the new additions away. oh really like, it's good and I'm, you know, I'm glad I spent forty bucks on it. That wasn't not guaranteed. I was actually kind of pissed off about the content in the last uh, update, which was good, but eh, it should have been like twenty five instead of forty. Mm-hmm. This this feels like a forty. Like the the World Congress is something that now starts in the medieval age, which is historically kind of bonkers, but mechanically it, it needs to start that early, where you can just basically use diplomatic favor to screw over your warmonger, you know, the 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 people you hate without actually going to war with them. In fun ways. 
and crippling their economies never gets old. <laughs> it's like, oh, you want to go to war with me? Oh, but you only have like five guys, and I have ten guys, and I can buy five more guys after that. Bring it. Bring it, dude. You've got no money, and I am drowning in it because no one wants to trade with you because you're a dick. <laughs> like before, before this, you couldn't. They could just bowl you over. There's really not a whole lot you could do without going to war with them. And if you didn't really have the stack to fight his stack, that was kind of the end of the game. You had to start over. And now I have ways to fight back without fighting back. It's it's good. Cool. It's good, Civ. So are there? Okay, I am. I have zero familiarity with Civ here. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming there are difficulty levels that you choose. Yep. Where and are I, you on the scale? What like halfway through it. Like that's kind of the reason I'm still really into it because I'm not very good at it. Ah, like I can okay. play easier games pretty well, but they still kind of throw me for a loop. There's just a lot of stuff. I'm not I'm not an accountant. I can't keep track of everything. And once you get to the late game when you have like 10 or 15 cities and you're just like, okay, you build this, you build this, you build this. Oh, is someone trying to start a war with me? Oh, shit. Uh, all right. Oh, God, I forgot to move my great people. And it just... <laughs> It kind of comes to a crawl, and I kind of start making stupid choices, but it's still a lot of fun. As do most late-stage, you know, governments. (laughs) It still surprises me how, like, the the game I played last week, where um, I thought everyone was my friend, and they all just started murdering me with thousands of spies apiece, and they (coughs) drowned me in spies, and it was brilliant. They almost won. And, like, the game still surprises me, and I love it for that. Mm -hmm. Cool. But I'm still not very good at it. (laughs) You know what? You're infinitely better than either of us. I guarantee you're like a fucking scholar. No. No, like, every, like every, everyone on YouTube's like, oh, I'm going to play a little blow deity because deity's nuts. Deity, it's like you, they'll blow off the map in 20, in like 20 minutes. And they're like, yeah, it's kind of boring, but, you know, I, I, I use this character a lot, but I'll just beat on deity because I just, I memorize the pattern for the first 50 turns. I'm like, fuck you. Ew, fuck you. That's how you been playing. I'll never memorize yeah, no. anything in any Civ game. That's how I feel when I hear people talking about, yep. yeah, I, I, I beat Ascension 20 and Slay the Spire. I'm like, fuck you, I can't beat Ascension 2. Yep. Get out of my face. I'm not sure how much global warming really hurts because I didn't really deal with it much. I was pretty cautious about it. I didn't, like, mm. you know, burn too much fossil fuels. But what does change is, you know, just tornadoes and major storms and floods. Like, cool. if you get a flood, the farming sector of your major city could be gone for 10 turns, and that sucks. you got to tap dance to fix that situation. Mm. And like it, 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 for the for the most part, like you need to spend your builders as fast as you have them. But if you keep keep one guy from spending all his like build turns, you can fix indefinitely fix you know just uh, hurricane ravage tiles and stuff. And that's never been a choice you had to make before. And I thought that was interesting. Hmm. Like there's just lots of interesting smart choices. Like it used to be how like uh, cities would kind of get cramped in the Middle Ages and there was no way to add extra housing besides making a beeline for liberalism and neighborhoods. But now you can build dams, which A, stop floods from affecting your city and like add just a tiny bit of housing in like the medieval era. Just little little house cleaning stuff like that that no one really wants to hear about. But mm-hmm. I love. No, it's a lot of fun. It's really good. Cool. And the new leaders are fun. It's, just, it's nice to have new cartoon characters to talk with. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And to screw you over, you know. Yeah. No, it's great being screwed over by a cartoon character. You don't see it coming. And, like, just, like, the, the, the animation of these guys is... I, I can't get sick of it. Like, the, the animators at Firaxis nail eyes. Like, they, those characters tell you hmm. so much with their eyes. And I, like, I don't think any... Almost anyone else in video games, definitely not Bioware, knows how to animate eyes. And I really hmm. appreciate it. I'm sure there are. But it's just the ways, like, 
Okay, like, there's a way that uh, England thanks you for giving them a favorable trade deal, but if, like, they like you, but they don't like you like you, she has this kind of, like, oh, you. Thank thank you, I guess? And it's just, it's <laughs> Very British. Her yes. words say, yes, I need this money, but her eyes say, get out. Just get out of my house. <laughs> and it's just, like, every every character has a little something like that, and there's 30 of them. Okay, but does their behavior change based on how much their country likes your country? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, if you're allies and you give them kind of a shitty trade deal or you start stealing their borders, they have, like, they, everyone has an OU animation where it's like, hey, I didn't like that, but we're buddies. So it's, you know, just cut it out. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> oh, you. Yeah. That's literally what, um, oh, who has the OU? I think it's uh France. Yeah, she's holding a wine glass. The whole it's a lady that rules France. She has a wine glass, and she's just like, "Oh, stop it, stop it." Well, speaking speaking of France and rediscovering favorites, ah, uh, the Paris map uh, launched in Overwatch Valley. this week, and Paris is is a two checkpoint or is a two capture point map. So it's like Volskaya or um, oh god, what's another uh, Volskaya or Anubis, where there's you know defenders they're on point A, the attackers have. Um, the attackers are closer to the point A spawn than the defenders are, so the attackers have the advantage, basically. And then once the attackers take point A, then there becomes a point B. And the defender's spawn is right on point B, and the attackers are way far back from point B. And these maps are not very popular among the community. Like, hmm. no one really likes Anubis. People fucking hate Horizon, which was one of the new two capture point maps and and people tend to be okay with full sky horizon the one in egypt no uh, uh anubis is the one in egypt all oh, right yeah. horizon is sense. the one with the zero gravity section outside on the moon oh right yeah no i wasn't a fan either yeah yeah it's, it's the moon base winston's from and most people hate it and i'm not no big fan of it myself i've had some good times it's just too on the rails like i keep getting sniped from like corners i can't blind corners i can't see i didn't like it yeah there's a lot of those and and the problem with uh well not even a problem but uh paris begins with literally the tightest choke in the entire game and it is like maybe it's like one Rhine shield wide, basically. And there are towering buildings on either side that you cannot get over, except on the far right, if you're defending, there is a rooftop that a Pharaoh could fly over or a Winston could jump over or a Diva could fly over. But those are pretty much the only three characters that could get up there. Um, so it is the tightest choke in the fucking game, but you don't want to sit there looking down at that choke because it's it's just not really defensible. You want to stay further back towards point A when you're defending because um, that's really where you can uh, you can switch your position more easily and kind of deal with the, the attackers as they come in. So is that because it's so narrow that like one Ryan can defend it? No, no, one no. One Ryan can come through with a shield and and. No, what it is is it gives um, it gives the entire enemy team kind of peak advantage on you, mm. um, uh, like using using corners in a game like this. And this these were mechanics that I hadn't really even thought of until I was years into Overwatch, where depending on how close you are to a corner, if you're if you're close to a corner and your enemy is thirty yards away from that corner, you have a huge advantage over them because you can slowly can control all this space until they come into it and once you see them they have to they don't have somewhere they can just duck behind quickly mm, and so okay. if you're a defending they have a perfect corner to get real close to and just peek around boom kill you but of course they could all just set up and f 
focus fire into that, the defenders. And anyway, so, you know, there's, you know, it's a rich tapestry of tactics. There's a bastion sitting there just emptying out. But, (laughs) but once you're past that choke, it is incredibly open. And there are, there is no real high ground. There's any high ground is one story up and that's it. And if there's high ground there, there is a, there is a stairway to get up there within five meters of that high ground somewhere. So it's, mm. it's all very easily accessible. It's, it's less of a widow map than you'd really think it would be for Paris. Um, and so this point A, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really good at attacking point A now. I'm at the point where I've probably played 20 games on it, maybe. Um, that's gotta be more because I've got seven plays of the game so far. But I've <laughs> humble brag, humble brag. No, it's not even humble. humble. I'm proud of that shit. I'm proud of that shit, okay. and I'm, it's going to be brag year before we're done. I promise you that. <laughs> um, but I've I've gotten to the point where I can almost take point A solo. Like I'm just. It doesn't matter if they have a Torb or a Sim or what. Like I can wreck that point. I know all. I know there are beautiful flanking routes once you're through that choke to get around wherever the defenders would set up. There's health packs all through there. It's it's wonderful. I'm having a fucking ball on this map and i have never had such a positive experience with a new map in overwatch ever ever as far as i'm concerned paris might be the best new map they have ever released just for me mm. just for my enjoyment it um, looks gorgeous it is it's um i i challenged the people on reset era to name a, a, a cuter map in overwatch no one could no one could because there's baguettes on oh every corner. that pub in england's nice yeah, but that's but I, that, I okay. I put that in the challenge that I agree that there are cute aspects in other maps, like you could say the Pachimari Factory or whatever. You know, there's cute bits of every the map. Piano, Ab- where's absolutely. The, where's the piano? Uh, there's actually, ma- you know there's what? actually that, multiple that, pianos that you can play. The old tavern you started in that. The, um, I think it's Eichenwald. I thought it had a lot of character to it. An aspect of a map. Yeah. Uh, Paris is everything is pretty mm-hmm. and adorable oh. and and baguettes oh. and and doves and or sorry pigeons and it's it's just lovely it's absolutely lovely to look at and uh, after a, a few rounds of just kind of learning where the health packs were I became an absolute fucking Paris monster mm-hmm. like I was playing I was playing some games where I just decided to chill out and I wanted to play some Zen on defense. And, you know, we lose point A. Everyone lose, loses point A. You know, you're, you're always going to lose point A. That's fine. Um, and then we get pushed back to point B, and no one ever loses point B on Paris. Like, it's, it, I think the, the defender spawn is just a little too close to, uh, to, the, to point B. So it's just too big of an advantage to the defenders, maybe. That's kind of how I'm feeling about it right now. Because on all the forums, everyone says, like, it's basically you don't take B. People mm-hmm. can't take B. And, um, and it's, it's just really, it's really good for the defenders. And so we got pushed back to B as I'm playing Zen and, uh, you know, they, they kill me and they start taking the point and I'm like, all right, I guess I'll try hard. And I come out on Tracer (laughs) (laughs) and just walk up to a guy in the head, walk up to the next guy in the head, clear the point. And my entire theme is emoting. Thanks. Thanks. And I'm like, Hey, (laughs) (laughs) no problem. No problem. And so I've, I've had probably, um, probably some of the funnest games. It feels like I'm having the funnest games I've had in Overwatch since I switched to the VR. That's how kind of pronounced the fun factor is on Paris for me right now. Um, I had some games last night and again, you don't win on attack on Paris. I had two games in a row last night where I hard carried and we won the attack and I got play of the game. And on the first one, and these are again, both attacks, we're not supposed to win. As soon as the first that first attack ended, the Hanzo on the enemy team and the play of the game for this was um, 
I blink around a corner where pretty much the entire enemy team was, and I lay a clip into the Hanzo. The Hanzo leaps away, I finish him off. Uh, I go around a corner, kill the McCree, blink backwards into the room where my Zarya is, turn around, throw a pulse bomb into a grab, get two more kills. And then the Hanzo sends me a message as soon as the game ends. It says, aim too good. Mm-hmm. And I write back, thank you, lots of practice, like 90 sensitivity, good game. <laughs> no response. And at that point, I'm like, oh, no, did they think I was cheating? Oh, no. There are no aimbots on console, though. No, but you, using a mouse, but you could a be mouse. using a mouse. There are absolutely people who yeah. use mice. I've, yep. I've seen them myself. And it feels like shit to get the shit beat out of you by someone using a mouse. Like, I know how that feels. That does not feel fun at all. And I did not feel good for this guy. And I certainly didn't feel that he thought uh, thought I was cheating. But at the same time, I felt pretty good you, that he thought I was cheating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know you didn't. I did not cheat. And uh, and so then today, I take I take a work friend out for lunch because it's her... It's, we're getting down to like the last day in our current position. And so I just kind of wanted to like, you know, have a nice farewell lunch. So I, I'm coming back from lunch with her and I get a PSN sound on my phone and I pick it up and he writes, Oh really? I was surprised to see that you're plat, but your aim is real. Well, honestly looked kind of fishy. Uh huh. But I guess you just had a lot of time to practice. Wish I was that good with aim on tracer. And I'm like, well, well yeah. And I was like, well, you know, like, man, I can't do what you did on Hanzo. He's like, well, I'm sure you could with practice. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I said the thumbs up. So that felt fucking amazing. And I've got a four. Life, life is not full, does not have enough genuine apologies like that. Oh, well, it didn't. Maybe it's different in Canada, but. No, in Canada, oh. life is primarily apologies. Is that true? That's not, a, that's not a slur? No, we apologize for everything. You bump into okay. us. You bump into us and we apologize. Absolutely. Because we don't want to stir shit. I mean, Canada's in Civ, and that dude does not apologize. <laughs> that that dude can colonize the the entire part of Antarctica and just own all the oil and just be. Who is it. the Canadian leader in Civ? I forget. It's some really French thingy. Stephen Baker, like the 1850s. Oh, oh. Um, I think he, he unified Canada. I don't know my own history. Yeah. yeah. Well, like we do. Yeah. Don't feel bad. Fair <laughs> And right now, so I've, I've got all these amazing clips and I'm getting like, I'm the one clips that I was pulling off where I just blink into someone and kill them with one clip and don't have to reload. I'm getting really good at that. I've got a clip that I was working on for hours last night, but I can't find a song that works with it. So that's what I'm going to be doing after I get out of the podcast and my brother releases me from playing Overwatch is finding a clip of this 17 kill streak defending point B where I, I just, I'm untouchable. Like I, I can't be killed. And everyone's gunning for me, but if you catch me on your own and you think you're gonna get me, I'm gonna fuck you up. And it just felt, it was amazing. Like, I just felt so powerful and stylish and, ugh. So ACDC Big Gun. No, no, it can't, it can't be too heavy. Like, it can't be too rockin'. Because oh. what this is, is it's me sneaking around, sneaking around, getting in, killing a guy! Getting out, walking around, waiting. Getting in, killing a guy, turning around, killing his friend. This guy's coming, killing him too. Getting out, walking around, just waiting. Uh, just what's waiting. that song I sent you a couple days ago? Oh. Perfect Drug, Nine Inch Nails. No, way too fast, way too fast. Plus, oh. there's no way Perfect Drug is four minutes. Perfect Drug's longer than that. Man, four minutes. Depending on which cut you get. It's got that really slow ending. Without you, 
No, it says here for four minutes and ten seconds. Without you, everything. Nice. That's a short mix. There's a that's a radio mix. Without There's a longer you, mix of Perfect Drug with like a minute drum solo. It's not as much fun. Oh to man, drum solo pieces. Yeah. Without you, there, yeah, it, I could it, just put like the entire sauce. drum solo from Inagata Devita. That would cover it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so so Paris is like I, I can't remember the last time I was so pleasantly pleased with an addition to Overwatch's Paris. All right, Chance. You ever heard the name Wilfred Laurier? Yes. Okay, that's him. That's a good name, Wilfred Laurier. Yeah. There's I, a lot of fun French names that don't have nearly enough exposure. I love stylish names. Yeah. Yeah. Wilfred I like that uh, that French chemist, Lavoisier. Yep. What did he do? Uh, he he got uh, guillotined. <laughs> I, think, I think he's in um, Unity, Assassin's Creed Unity. Hmm. I don't recall much of Unity. Yeah. I blocked most of Unity out. I think guillotine uh, would be a good way to go. You know, it's fast. Apparently, you do get three seconds, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a story of the guy picking up a head, yelling at it, and the head actually, like, Gave moved. him a look. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The entire crowd flipped out. Mm-hmm. Just because there's enough oxygen in your head to keep you going for long enough mm-hmm. to that see is, your that's body above metal. you. Yeah. I mean, that would, that would be really surreal. But I like to think that it would be like one of the most pain, painless ways to go. That's what really yeah, bugged me but, about okay, the first that's trailer. The, other thing. the first painless. trailer for Unity is you saw someone get like guillotine, and then there was like this look of pain that took over their face, and then no, it freezes no, no, like no. that. Think about this though: all pain exists where in the brain. Yeah. Yes. So what is still functioning? Yeah. Your brain. I know, but like, it's also a lethal injection can just be awful. Yeah. If they get it wrong, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why lethal, why the experience of lethal injection is okay. Here's a ton of heroin. Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna get feel very, very sleepy. Okay, are, are you asleep? And you'll, you'll flick him in the head a bunch of times. And if he doesn't wake up, shoot him. Hmm, why, yeah, it's not why bad. The fuck, like, it's not bad. Oh, but blood, no. And it, there's also some stuff with like that's the way Russia does it, and we have a huge, or we used to anyway, have a huge, you know, thing of butt about that. Honestly, good old fashioned hanging done right wouldn't be that bad because it breaks your neck and you don't you don't suffocate. You but again, there's a neck. lot of room for error there. And yeah, yeah Russia in the really back of the head that's painless. That's true. Well, so we scrambles think. your brains. You're done. Yeah. I mean, we get into sure, some weird my topics. Ashes this get spread to the wind, and my family never knows where I was. But eh. <laughs> all right, you you have been sent to execution. You have three choices: Empire State Building, Firing mm-hmm. Squad. Or if you're feeling fancy, and we do have a lot of requests for this, pool of sharks. Empire State Building hey, Empire all State day. Building. I would totally do. Empire I want to die building. flying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You will lose consciousness before you hit. Honestly. Oh yeah, no. The G forces would just make you pass out. What are you talking yeah. about? The, oh yeah. The G forces occur when there's a change in direction. No, you'll still lose consciousness before yeah. the blood will just. You panic yeah. and just yeah, that's it. And I even don't if you think don't, this is even true, if you then, don't, then why do skydivers survive? That makes no fucking sense. Sometimes they pass out. Really? Well, they also have it. That's what they hit. Um, don't they do parachutes when they hit terminal velocity? No, you actually maybe you won't be passing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you. Pass no, you, you don't. I think you can scream you know? all the way down. Even if you huh. don't, as soon as you hit, you're not going to feel anything. I can see my yeah, house from here. Oh, I remember that King of the Hill. A thin paste. Yes. Uh, yeah, we're yeah, Peggy. Or Peggy's in a body cast because of that. Yeah, fuck. That was an amazing scene, too, yeah. where she hits, like. I can. I can was it was like, <clears throat> I'm flying or some shit, and then wham. Yeah. Peggy. Was she, like, skydiving? Or yeah, was she skydiving, yeah. and her parachute didn't deploy. Yeah. 
Hey. Yeah, no one yeah. saw that coming. I think that was a season finale. I did not see that shit coming. Oh. oh. So, yeah. uh, does that mean it's time for headlines? Um, oh, what a headline's going to be. Oh. Are you going to one? sad headlines. No, you yeah, know what? Sure. Like, man, you know, I don't think he's, I don't think he's sad about it. No, he's not. He's not sad about it at all. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've had time to grieve. <laughs> that was called Andromeda. Headline. In Overwatch news, uh, new 2CP map Paris is now live on all platforms. I was accused of cheating, and it honestly feels pretty good. Uh, masks and toys were revealed this week. Uh, there were some actually pretty decent Halloween masks. One was Genji, the other was Tracer. Um, and, the, and Mattel is doing a line of actuated action figures. Hmm. Um, that, you know, so that'll, that'll be nice and cheap. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not going to get any of it. Um, but Bli- today, Blizz began t- teasing Hero 30. Um, if you click on the link that's on my blog, it takes you to like, you know, a mission report or some shit that's basically describing another skill based healer. It sounds like a healer who is also a marksman. Um, so that kind of definitely recalls Anna, but Blizzard also like to do bait and switches. So the actual hero reveal could be the person who's investigating this amazing healer sniper. We don't know. Um, but yeah, they've, they've yeah, already started. I just know that they, they should not do another DPS ever again. There's enough. I agree that there's enough DPS, frankly. Like, there really are. You're assuming that Blizzard will still all have jobs long enough to actually get this character <laughs> out? Oh, that's sad. No, I, I believe they will. No, what, what, did we not cover Activision last week? I think we did. Oh, we did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, we did. did. We, we did. did. Uh, and that's it for, for Overwatch news. <clears throat> After 15 years, head of Nintendo of America, Resi fils is stepping down. His replacement's name is Doug Bowser. Yeah, <laughs> he must have been planning this for a while. Like, that, awesome. is, that is too perfect. I mean, why do you think he got that job? Really, I, I, it, it does come down to I like your name a lot. Oh, it does, yeah. really does. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Reggie like will you, be missed. Yeah. yeah. When you've got a choice between five perfect candidates and one of their names is Bowser, Bowser? how funny would it be if he was president yeah. one day? Yep. Yeah. But yeah, R- Reggie was like a Jack Tretton to me. Like Reggie, yeah. Reggie was like I don't know. He was he was one of the he was one of the gang. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was. His TV looks like an apple. <laughs> Here's a TV that looks like an apple. So why yeah, is that a meme? I Gus Sterling uses it yeah. occasionally. Um, it's kind of. I think hypnotic. Reggie goes away. It's in April. I think he's stepping down or something like that. Hmm. Did you watch his no, message? No, I didn't want to. You should. I, I think it's it... actually very, very heartfelt. Very. I mean, come up with a team of writers. Obviously, well, that's that's well why. That's heartfelt. one of the reasons why you like Reggie because even though he's very prepared, you do get the sense that he's actually really proud and happy to be doing what he's doing. Yeah, he gets to and, work for the video game equivalent of Disney, and that's not that's no shit. Yeah. Well, and, and basically, he just says, you know, I'm in good health. It's just I've reached a point in my life where I want to spend more time with my time with my family and friends. Yeah, I have more money than I could ever spend. What am I doing? Yeah, exactly. So now I'm not going to work anymore. I'm oh. like, that's cool. Go play Smash Brothers or whatever you're going to do. So. Never again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reggie's going to go home and he's going to buy an Xbox. Fuck you, Nintendo. <laughs> uh, THQ Nordic has raised another $225 million in capital from issuing a bunch of new shares, which were, quote, substantially oversubscribed by a ton of investors in Europe. They have said that they will spend the money on, you guessed it, buying more studios and rights to more games. Like, I hmm. feel like these guys are spreading themselves a little thin, they should put this money into development. What has yeah. THQ Nordic put out that's actually super good awesome? Super good Nothing. awesome? Nothing. They've put out Darksiders 3. They've put out some other... You know what? Let's look this up. Let me look this up. 
Yeah, I guess I'm they curious. They also do um not dark siders. Uh uh oh, man. Uh Battle Chasers. Uh no, I think that was independently published. Okay. Nordic Games THQ Nordic 2016 to present. Uh it doesn't uh, actually have a list see. of games here. Uh, THQ Nordic owns Sunset Overdrive now somehow. Oh How is that God. even on this list? Oh man, Super there's luck, another Super Lucky's Tale. There, what? There's another fucking headline I didn't even put on the headline that's going to blow your minds. Mm. Um, rumor has it, according to a source that tends to tends to be really accurate about Nintendo rumors, that Microsoft is going to start putting Game Pass and Microsoft published games ported to Switch. That's huh. you know what? That's fine. S- that's fine. The one, they need revenue. The one specific game that was mentioned as being ported to Switch, Ori in the Blind Forest. Fuck yeah. Everything else for Game Pass is going to be like a streaming. So you'll be able to play fucking Gears 5 streaming on your Switch. That's fine. That's awesome. That's awesome. where in America will they have enough bandwidth to make that work? Nowhere. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you can play Ori on the Switch, because Ori is a masterpiece. I will say it. It is a, it's not the same kind of Metroidvania as obviously Hollow Knight. It's Mm -hmm. much more... I don't know. It's different than that, but as a as a Metroidvania light platformer, it's awesome. Everyone should play it. Chance buy it if you can play it. On Switch. I, I will. It's good stuff. I will. It's good stuff. Uh, yeah, like all they've done is buy a bunch of game rights, as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at um, I'm looking at the list, and it's on May seventeenth. They said like Darksiders three. A listing appears. Um, they got, they acquired Black Forest Games for 1.35 million euros. Huh. Um, THQ Nordic announced a new partnership with Nickelodeon in 2018. Huh. 2018, they acquired a German mobile game developer Handy Games. August 2018, they got the rights to Time Splitters, second site from Crytek. They also acquired the rights to Kingdoms of Animal Reckoning, Project Capernus, and uh, September, they got the rights to Alone in the Dark, Act of War from Atari. November 2018, they got a 90% stake in Bugbear Entertainment, uh, got the rights to Expeditions Conquistador and its sequel Expeditions of Vikings. December yeah. 2018, acquired the rights to Carmageddon. January 2019, yeah. acquired the rights to Outcast. Outcast, yeah, I'm looking at the same Wikipedia you are. There's nothing huge in here. That's well, that's right. They've, they've got the rights to all kinds of shit. They haven't put out anything except for Darksiders 3. A new time splitters could be cool. Yeah, but you know time that's not going to be had... made by the fucking time splitters people. It's just going to be it a won't. game that's with the that problem. name you on just, it. You just, you just own the name now. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the problem. So, yeah, well. Yeah, so, so yeah, at the same time, as soon as Darksiders 3 drops to, say, 40 bucks, I'm going to get it. 100%. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I'll get it. Uh, the U.S. government made a Flash game about recycling and stole yeah. the in-game music directly from Yoshi's Island. <laughs> uh, that's so Chinese uh, of us. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's it's also so government because yeah. I I no one will notice. <laughs> I I don't I don't know if this would get me in trouble or not. I work at a government agency and I am regularly called upon to create signage for the office. Um, and this doesn't go anywhere. I think the only thing I ever made that did go somewhere was I created like a logo kind of out of a lotus, but I did it by hand, so it's not a big deal. Yeah. But everything else for the office, like I have, like we, we can't, you can't heat up fish in our office because some people are allergic to fish and it'll kill them. And so there's a picture Damn. of Dory behind like the Ghostbuster no Dory sign. So it's like, no fish, and there's Dory. 
And there's one that's like, no peanuts, and it's Mr. Peanut. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like at, at a government organization, we don't actually have all the resources in the world. We go on Google Image Search and take what we could get. <laughs> so it does not you know, surprise me I, at all. See, that is not unique to the Canadian government. I bet you all governments are like that. I guarantee you. Because we are, we are trying to provide services to you on a shoestring fucking budget. Uh-huh. Anyway. Uh, you liked Parks and Rec, right? I love Parks and Rec. Wasn't it so good? It was, yeah. Uh, Galentine's Day is still enduring to this day. Those are great episodes. Mm-hmm. Although, actually, at... Uh, what's the other thing? Someone else was saying Palentine's Day. I did. Yeah, I, I said Palentine's Day. Yeah, so yeah, it could be gender neutral. I like that. Yep. It's like, what's that? The biggest holiday in China is Singles Day. Really? Yeah, because That's there's not enough... How do I put this? Mating pairs in China? Well, yeah, because uh, everyone wanted to have a boy for a long time, yep. right? Yeah. Yep, that's a... Uh, Whoops. That's devastating. I don't know, man. If I was a Chinese woman, I'd feel pretty good about my chances. I would feel... I don't know. Walking home alone is not an option in the best of times. <laughs> Uh, Untitled Goose Game has been delayed and will now come out in late 2019 instead of early 2019. Take our time. Now, the reason for this was because there was a sign that said early 2019, but a goose came along and grabbed the early and just walked away with it. Son of a bitch. I know. So, (laughs) Uh, Sony will happily charge its customers 30 bucks for Dreams Early Access, which will be a strictly limited release of Media Molecule's next thing, Dreams. Now, Sony has not clarified what strictly limited means, but at least it sounds like any creations that were made in the beta will still be accessible here, so they're likely still accessible in the main game. But basically what you're paying for is to test the game for Sony. I don't think I've ever enjoyed anything Media Molecule has ever done. Because it's just not for me. I'm not going to buy a game to then make the game. I would like my entertainment provided for me, please. Yeah, but at the same time, you appreciate the appeal of Lego. Oh, absolutely, I do. It's just not for me. Yeah. It's like, for example, they announced Mario Maker 2 for the Switch. Yeah, I don't need that. I'll No, 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 I will. Because the kid? Or I'll, or I'll buy it. No, I'll buy it for myself, but I'll probably buy it like six months after the fact, after all the user-created levels come in. Oh, uh, yeah. That I can screw around with. I have zero interest in making my own levels, so I, I will let the community curate it for me. And then I'll buy it. It'll be full price because Nintendo games never go on sale. Yeah. Um, but, but by I'll the time you get it, all the ones that'll be top rated are the crazy hardcore ones. That's fine. Yeah, and the best and things about um, Little Big Planet were just watching the videos of all the crazy shit they made in it. That's true. Well, I like mean, they made they used platforming tools to make a functioning calculator. No, they put they made yeah they did actually. Now like, do ooh. recall my older brother was like a part of the Little Big Planet and Little Big Planet 2 community for years. And there were interesting little subcultures that cropped up among the Little Big Planet community. Um, <laughs> he was he was deep into it. So even for adults, um, this might be something absolutely huge. And I've seen shit that's been created in Dreams that if you hadn't told me it was in Dreams, I would have just yeah. thought it was a new game from a AAA studio. Mm-hmm. And that this is fine thing was cute, but like that's how are you doing that? With a controller. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So I think I think it'll be worth keeping an eye on, but I'm certainly not hyped for it. it no. It's It's just kind of like, it, it's like, um, how to put it? Uh, it's like Second None Life, of... where every now and then I look forward to an mm. article telling me, telling me what's going on over there. Oh, yeah. Or like, what was it? Um, it's weird. That, that, that space-faring uh, economy game. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. EVE Online. 
Eve, Eve Online. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Every now and then there'll be a big article telling me about this ridiculous thing that happened, and I'll well, be interested. Well, it's because none of us, of the three of us, are content creators, no. at least in the video game space. I am not that artistic. There, I mean, in, in Forza 7 and Forza Horizon, there's whole subcultures of people who just make, like, liveries for cars. Mm-hmm. And they get sold in the marketplace for credits or whatever. So it's whenever you have that creative portion of the game, there are going to be some people who do just that. Am I a little jealous? Yeah. Am I going to put the effort into it to learn? No, I'm not going to. Well, no, I, <laughs> I will I, reap your work. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I totally get it. I totally enjoy the act of creation. That's one of the. That's a huge reason why I love my Overwatch videos so much. Just the act of kind of having an idea and and tinkering with it and getting it to work and being happy with the result. That's yeah, and I did make a level for the first Little Big Planet that I was really proud of. It was called Booger of Destiny, <laughs> and it begins with a gigantic, colossal tree, and in the middle of the tree's face is a is a round nose, and at the beginning of the level, the tree goes "achoo," and then the Little Big Planet people burst out of the nose <laughs> and go off an adventure. I was really proud of it. So no, I I, I totally get it. There's there's a there's a market for that. Uh, <clears throat> Skullgirl Second Encore was announced for Switch and Xbox One this week. It's due out this spring. Solid, Never played it. Solid little fighter. Yep. Dark. Well animated. This week, Red Hook Studios announced Darkest Dungeon 2. I'm happy for you. Thank you. I'm really happy. <laughs> I will play it and get my ass kicked by it. So to, to get Darkest Dungeon 2 and Hollow Knight 2 announced the same week, I'm pretty fucking happy about that. It's been a good week. Uh, very much in terms of just indie announcements. Uh, so <clears throat> uh, we got some we got some interesting details. The combat basically stay the same, but it'll get tuned up. It sounds like the presentation will get an upgrade, so they might actually like add animations or something. Given the art direction of Darkest Dungeon, I have wild ambitious ideas that they probably won't do but i would love to be visual visually impressed with animations um it will again have uh, an early access first launch uh, we don't know if that's steam or not it could be the epic store uh either way yes i'm getting that shit um it will have a completely different metagame structure and they said it will be about quote enduring a grueling journey and not cleaning up your backyard and i think alex hit it on the head in an email where he said this is going to be like a caravan situation yeah. So I think I think they might be stealing a bit of structure from Banner Saga. That's all right. Yeah. Um, it will be, quote, its own experience with its own creative and thematic identity. Uh, the trailer shows uh, current heroes Grave Robber, Leper, Man-at-Arms, Play Doctor, Highwayman, and Hellion. All are very good characters. Wayne June is still going to be the narrator. Ambushed by foul invention. He's got a great voice. I'm so jealous of his voice. fantastic voice. Stuart Chatward of the Tea Party returns as composer. Uh, they're bulking up on more staff. So in every direction, this sounds like it'll be a, a way more ambitious game than the first one. Darkest Dungeon is... One of, if not my single favorite game of, well, it couldn't be my single favorite because Overwatch exists. Definitely one of the top five games of the past decade for me. This is absolutely huge. This is wonderful. Sony announced that they're going to end Vita production in Japan. The final nail in its tiny coffin. Mm. Here's to you, Vita. You were the best. I'm surprised it lasted this long, honestly. Well, in Japan, like they, they love their yeah. portables in Japan, and uh, yeah. and I do believe even in North America, games are still getting digitally released. Hmm. In fact, Limited Run is still doing releases. Uh, but you have a Switch now, which kind of negates the need. It does, it does, <laughs> and the only issue with the Switch is there are some games that just control better on Vita. Well, that and the storefront of the Switch sucks. It does, but like really, the um, 
No, actually, it is better than the it is better than the the Beatles. No, sorry, the Beatles is better than the Switches. Yes. Um, according to Nintendo Insider, sources are saying Platinum Scalebound is getting revived as a Switch exclusive. You should not be excited. No, I never saw a trailer for that that really hyped me for it. No. But I do like that Nintendo is extending the partnership with Platinum. I love that I can keep playing Platinum games. And I like that that someone would just keep throwing that company money so they can keep making games. Because one out of every five games is going to be pretty good. <laughs> I mean, think about how desperate Microsoft is for first-party releases, exclusive releases, and they still, still canceled Scalebound. canceled it. Yeah. 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 So something is rotten in Denmark. You know. I would I would not <clears throat> be excited know. for that game. We don't know. We don't. But like you said, platinum is about twenty percent now. Yeah. Yeah. Actual good stuff. Yeah. Which is really sad. Really okay. Let's. When what was the last? Okay, like Bayonetta two was good. It was good. Yes, it was. Not as good as the first one, but it was still good. That's the thing. Not as good as the first one. Uh, different director. Worth noting. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And uh, I am kind of interested in that uh, uh, that the one that they announced at the Nintendo Direct last week. I can't even remember oh, that, the fucking that name kind of, of it. cop one with yeah. the mech kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. looked that looked kind of cool. And it again had a lot of really really big names attached that are some of the best action directors in the business. Um, so that could be really really cool. But again, I can't remember. Hmm, let's put it this way: Platinum Games. With the exception of the first Bayonetta, has never made a game that was as good as the best that those people did when the studio's name was Clover and they were working for Capcom. Mm. That's it. That's true. Yeah, that's really it. Um, but really, I mean, we hold up Clover like they were some amazing thing. Let's be honest, God Hand was not perfect. They had fucking problems. And Okami, you know, is a masterpiece, but not perfect by any stretch either. They're just cherished. They're, they're, yes. they're cult hits. Well, that Okami's been released constantly a bunch everywhere. Of times, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's worth it. And yeah. finally, uh, it turns out that version of Final Fantasy IX on Switch is the same crappy PC and mobile mobile port, including all the same bugs. So because don't buy you it. You cannot trust Square with anything. Oh, sure you can. You can trust them to fuck you over for a dollar. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Square does best. Hey, so uh, none of us played Kingdom Hearts three, and I think we're all okay. Are you okay? I'm, good. I'm fine. Not yeah. having played Kingdom Hearts three. I'm, good. I'm okay it with that. It looks insufferable. No, I think I'd enjoy it. I'll play it eventually, but I'm not, I'm in no rush to play Kingdom Hearts. I think I I find it entertaining. Deathly allergic to Mm -hmm. long winded JRPGs. That definitely is that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a JRPG where you're sitting through like a half hour cutscene and then you walk down a hall and then another one starts. Like, (laughs) the diehard fans are kind of a little bit disappointed in it. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, the Metacritic people that have finished really it were like, high, yeah, it I, really falls apart at the end. I can't, ima- <laughs> I can't imagine a Kingdom Hearts 3 would ever live up to the expectations of... No, that's crushing. Well, it, it's like, oh, what's what the, the, the semi-sequel to Shadow of the Colossus. Exactly, um, exactly. I forgot the name of it now um, because it was oh, really yeah. like... Last oh, Guardian. It's, yeah, that was another you, game that you. maybe should have stayed dead. Yeah. No, yeah. it had its moments. No, it, it it did. You didn't finish it though. Did no, you? but it was very unique and it was magical for what it was. I just it was. You know, but could have been I mean... playing Overwatch. <laughs> but you say that for anything. No, I say that for anything that I don't find as engaging as Overwatch, and that's almost but everything. That's not fair. No, Overwatch no. is like got its hooks in you. Game, games can overcome that. Uh, Spider Man. Uh, but Spider Man was the best game of last year. Uh, God Spider-Man of War I beat too. 
That's true. Be, be God of War. And and really, there's Big a part of me that wants star. to go back and play God of War again because it got another Game of the Year award at Dice. And I'm like, really? Am I that wrong about this? No, no. no Spider Man was a better fu- a better playing game than God of War was. It was more fun. Yeah. Like, once you right. play God of War the second time, you realize how much the game is just running around. Yeah. <laughs> but the first time it's fine because it's exploration, so it's discovery. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But once you figure out the best tricks, you're just like, okay. Yeah. Like, like some some Zelda games like that are fun to do another time like that. Like Hollow Knight, holy crap. Yeah, Hollow Knight is just, it's so fucking good. How is and it still you, so much fun to just run around this place? It's just the now you understand why I don't want to play that two and a half hours of Metro Exodus again. Yeah. Fair enough. So, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So, uh... <sighs> MK11 is in two months. Actually, you know what really... Like the hamstrings that game is there isn't enough enemy variety. Which game are we talking about? Uh, God of War. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. But yeah, but 100%. one of the things I liked about the lack of em- enemy variety was the enemies were pretty smart, and all of their AI was very different. Yes, it was. You really oh, yeah. you really had to learn the characters, and once you did, the act of overcoming them was really fun. And there's a ton of ways to bring them all down. Exactly. That, that's a saving grace. But again, could have used one or two. Yeah, we would. It definitely could have used more. I totally agree with that. And I never enjoyed fighting the fucking elves. I got. I came around on them. Flying things. I got. I got better at fighting them. Oh no! I got real good at fighting them. I could kill them. It was just never as fun as as killing the any almost any other enemy in the game. No, and like the late the later stage uh, things were like you have to fight one of the like the elf captains, but like you have to kill his lieutenants before this invincible shield comes down. That. Yeah. was tedious. Yeah. Yeah. But at the and same time... And never forget, the Valkyries were bullshit. The Valkyries were bullshit. Very, very bullshit. That's some bullshit endgame content. Never even tried a Valkyrie. I think I met a Valkyrie once and she killed me and I was like, okay, boy, let's go that way. Man, yeah. they, they're boy, way too retreat. grateful for you snapping their necks like that. <laughs> so, last week, I, I made the threat that I was going to go out on Valentine's Day and get a little bit of work done. Yeah. And I did. Wife and I went down to the tattoo parlor of choice and got a little work done. Now yours, now, yours is an A, as I recall, right? Yes. We, we got each other's first initial. I got mine on the inside of my right bicep. Hers is on her left shoulder because she actually has a lot more than I do. Like, so she was actually trying to find space. Like on the back of the it. shoulder or what? No, front. Kind of the front shoulder okay. area there. Um Because she was trying to find a place that it would fit. And I'm like, my whole right arm's empty, so let's go for it. But... I might be a little spoiled because the artist who I had who did all of my other work, namely my, my, my left arm up through my left pectoral, my back and my right leg, um, is the same artist. I used one artist for mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. He had since packed up and taken his family and moved to Denmark mm-hmm. because if that's an option, why wouldn't you? He just Literally, he said, I don't want to live in your country anymore. He was from France. Really. Oh, yeah. And he's like, you know what? Your your country sucks. I'm like, Nico, you're not wrong. Um, and he's coming back in July, and I'll see him, and I have I have a space that's designated for him. But anyway, um, he's really good, like really good, mm-hmm. to the point where there was a, right before he left, there was a tattoo convention in my town that he won like two awards. Mm-hmm. So I am honored to have his stuff on an arm and my back and my leg. So I went, and I have a relatively simple design. I have not posted yet because it's still healing. It looks really gross. Um, but I went, and, I, and there's this new guy, and his name was Bobby. 
And he's not bad, but the problem was that Bobby was really, really slow. Oh. It took like three hours oh to God. do a, a relatively simple design. Now, there's, there, it's an interesting font, and there's some small things in there, but it took him three hours to do it. My wife's took like an hour and a half. Yeah, and it, it's and more she's sitting there right? going... No, hers isn't. Hers oh. is a little more simple. It's kind of a J with a heart and then a shadow underneath it. It looks good. It absolutely looks good. And mine looks good, too. I'm not complaining about the end product. Once it heals, it'll be okay. Um, but he didn't have a very light touch, so I'm still healing. I bled all over the place. And it took three hours for this That's... one tattoo. Ugh. So. How much did this cost you? Uh, just for yours. After tip, just for yours. After tip, after tip 250 Okay. Mm. Which That's is more actually, than the I'm looking at. Well, no, but which is actually a little low because honestly, tattoo artists are about a hundred bucks an hour. Well, you for know, good stuff. And if it took, for good if it stuff. Took three hours to draw an A. Like this better be the best fucking A in the well, world. Well, no. He, so here's the thing. He had the. I came to him with a picture. He's like, "Oh, I have that font," and he pulled it up. I'm like, "There's the font." I'm like, "That's what I want. Just put that on my arm." I'm like, "Cool." So we we've settled on the spot. We settled on the size. I don't do small tattoos, so it's most of the inside of my right bicep. Oh, okay. Because it was big enough that it required some size for the detail in there. But but still, it's just black. There was no shading. It was just black with some holes. I'm like, dude, come on. Just let's go. It's a good thing you didn't go for the for for the next two letters. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I would have been there. Like I would still be there. I would still be there. And it's healing. So I'm it's funny a pretty ornate. Too letter yeah and then what's once he's halfway done the m she leans in and goes i really do prefer amanda <laughs> no! no her right, joke was the that, dry erase marker yeah, yeah her, her joke was that now now that you have this your second wife has to have a first name that starts with a as well i'm like mm. well okay that's or it could be andrew what do you want to do huh huh um <laughs> yeah. but the point is i actually did go to a tattoo parlor on valentine's day and had a good time with it it's funny how you almost miss the pain. It's like, oh, this is familiar, and it's not necessarily bad. Hmm. Um, you are unmarred. Do you, Both of you are unmarred. No, I, I, am. I am unmarred. I, I definitely have my marks, but none of them are tattoos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not talking scrapes. mentally. Yeah. No, no, I'm talking <laughs> physically, too. I got, oh, I, man, scars? I've, yeah, no, I've, got, I've got some scars. I've got some good ones. Yeah, I had an appendectomy. Yeah, no, that doesn't count. We're talking about acts of violence done on your body. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, no I'm good. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm. For some reason, just your description of the pain. Uh, you ever read *Clan of the Cave Bear* by Jean M. Ayul? That was made into a movie too, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was, starring Daryl Hannah, okay. as I recall. Yes, I have not read it, but I am familiar with the movie. Well, my anyway. uh, my dad read the books to me when I was a kid, and one of the things that always really stuck with me was this. Uh, uh, what are, where are we Australopithecus or no? We're Homo erectus. Homo erectus. Yeah, this yes. Homo erectus girl is being raised by a clan of Neanderthals, and uh, she is eventually cast out of the clan. I forget why. I think you know she was building tools or something that scandalized mm-hmm. them. <laughs> and uh, and she goes off in the woods, and she basically becomes a total self-sustaining hunter. And there's a there's a the books are incredible about describing the flora and fauna that were alive at that point in history in that part of the world. It's impeccably researched. But one of the things that I found interesting was when Ayla hunted, um, she would like pick up an animal shit 
and push it right into her nose and really grind it around and and just smell everything that was going on with this animal. She could tell if the animal was sick or not. And to her, um, the smell wasn't it wasn't a good smell and it wasn't a bad smell. It was information. Hmm. And okay. so I can I can easily see someone taking something that might be considered uh, unpleasant and finding that they enjoy it. Like getting a tattoo. Well, both of my wife and I have been told that we are amazing sessions because we can sit there and take whatever. Hmm. Like apparently the inside of the arm is, is, is bad. And I'm laying here going, whatever. And another artist walks up and says, how are you just taking that? I'm like, honestly, it's not that bad. So What else you I got? Know. Both of us are... I, 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 have ne- I never have tapped out. The closest was there's a little bit on my sternum. Mm. And that was bad news. Well, any, anything really close to the bone, right? Hurt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, thankfully, the stuff on my left elbow. He went around the tip, mm. and he did that on purpose. But the el- the elbow's bad, the sternum's bad. Any anything where there's um, a lot of yeah, there, where there's like, if it goes like skin and then bone and no padding in between, you're in for a bad time. Yeah, my like, wife has something on the top of both of her feet, and she's she compared that to childbirth. I mean, oh it God. was bad. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those bald circus performers with it on their skulls. Tattoos oh, on the skulls. Yeah. And, you know, some girls will get something just behind the ear. Like, no thanks. I have to think that is a terrible spot to get it. Think yeah. maybe there's anesthesia involved? No. You just you can just take it. No. Women are better at taking tattoos than men in general. Women are better at taking pain. They kind of have to be. Yeah. Well, no, absolutely. Women are subjected, well, some women, most women. I don't know what the percentages are for bad menstrual pain. But women have to endure some pretty massive pain fairly regularly. Yeah. So, yeah, when a tattoo comes up, it's like, yeah, hit me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I've watched interviews with tattoo artists talking about how these giant burly bodybuilders come in there and whipping out on, like, an arm tattoo, which is usually pretty easy. And then women coming in and getting, like, a line of text down their spine and being like, yeah, what, what else you got? That's fine. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. Just so. make sure it doesn't say personal barbecue. <laughs> 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 or a charcoal charcoal grill, whatever that. Charcoal yeah, grill. Charcoal grill. Like yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, I need some charcoal burgers. Speaking of which. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. I'm gonna brew myself a cigarette. Yeah, speaking of great, uh, Paris. King of the Hill episodes. <laughs> oh, the charcoal one is so good. Where they have to eat charcoal grills behind propane, Hank's back in secret. Propane and propane accessories. Your father must never know. It yeah. tastes so much better. I cook, on, I cook on propane because it's easy. It is easy. I like the taste, frankly. Of charcoal or for propane? I have propane. Really? That's, that's what I'm used to. Like uh, It's a clean burning fuel. That's the taste of a Burger King <laughs> burger to me, and that's the best burger as a Whopper, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I like Hardee's a lot. No. No? No, not compared to Burger okay. King. I don't eat burgers anywhere. I'll eat my own burgers, but if, I'm, if I go to fast food, I get like chicken usually. I'm coming back around to Chick-fil-A. I'm coming around to Chicken McNuggets. Chicken McNuggets were never that bad. It has, no, they I weren't. enjoy them. They were not. It had been a long time since I had some, and then I had some just the other day, and I'm like, why am I ever getting burgers from McDonald's when they have these yeah. nuggets in this sauce? I know it's not real. I know it's a pink sludge, but it's I know, a pink I know. And, and the whole time I'm thinking of it, I'm thinking of Womp. 
I'm thinking of the webcomic Womp because it's it's about a, it's about a morbidly obese guy who is just possessed oh. with self loathing and he subsists oh, yeah, entirely the on the, chicken who nuggets. Drains soup from his beard. Yeah, and he subsists entirely on chicken nuggets, basically, and to the point that he may be constructed merely of chicken nuggets. He is. Yes. Yeah, he, he, he's he's a clone of some sort. Santa is his father, and he he and he and Ronald McDonald made him out of like McNuggets or something like yeah, that. I don't, yeah. I don't remember one of the Christmas sagas. Yeah, so I know I know that, you know, there's probably like 5% chicken meat in it, but yeah, it was pretty tasty. It's pretty tasty. If that. Yeah. If it's, it's even chickens. Might be crows. No, they'd be too smart to be cut. They'd be too smart. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it would taste awful. No, chick- chickens are really dumb. They are dumb. I, mean, I, don't, like, I don't feel any guilt. Like, I really neither don't. Neither do I. The, I do not. The chicken in Moana was really accurate as a character. <laughs> like turkeys are assholes too. Turkeys are I've assholes. Met, I've met, actually met some nice geese, and goats are pretty great. I've never met a nice go- nice goose. I, there can be bastard goats, but I've met some nice goats. Never met a nice chicken either. And there are people who will in- insist that a chicken makes a good pet, and I don't know what the fuck. Uh, what? I, I have a friend that has some chickens in his backyard. They don't make a sound. That is weird. Those are they don't make what, a fucking. sound. What do you do? I'm not with sure. You those play are chickens. With a chicken? No, you like I hung out at his house for like two hours. He watched a movie, and then I walked out. I was like, dude, there's a black chicken in your yard. Oh. Yeah, I got two more in the back. But what do you what? I've been around chickens. They don't fucking stop. That is weird. Yeah, I know. They're the quietest what, chickens I've ever met. What pleasure do you derive from owning a chicken that you aren't eventually going to eat? Um, he yeah, he he eats the eggs. They're really good. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Fresh eggs. Yeah, yeah. hands on. No, but no, that's but I, I'm saying there are people out there who have a chicken not for the sake of laying eggs, but for the sake of having a chicken companion in their lives. No, and they're very well, happy we, with it. Get a par- get a parakeet or like a parrot that can you know actually cuddle you and reciprocate affection. They are happy with their chickens tricks. and they insist that the yeah. chickens love them. You can't. No. Well, here's the thing. I think that Harley might kind of like me. Like, maybe, but you'll never know. He's a cat. Exactly. You never know. <laughs> and if he does, he'll betray you in a second. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. There's a lost cat poster up for a cat that's just walking around the parking lot that doesn't just want to go back to their apartment. <laughs> he knows where he lives. Yeah. Fuck those like, people. That, that cat doesn't give a shit. <laughs> And that's so cruel to me. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of wanted to knock on their door, but like, you know what? If that cat wanted to go back there, he knows where they live. I don't think he does. He, yeah, he totally does. does. He just doesn't want to go home. He's in the parking no, lot. No, no. This is this is why where. cats get stuck up trees. He's, no, he's walking around the parking lot hunting, and he doesn't want to wait on the porch like he usually does. Oh. He's an outdoor cat that they let out too much, and every time they do. They put up a, a missing poster, but he's just, he's hunting in the sewer again. Hmm. <laughs> I've seen that thing. I, I, I think wants me to pet it, but I was like, I, dude, I've seen you pop out of the sewer. We're not doing this. <laughs> no, I know where you've been, yep. buddy. I know where you've been. But that's oh, where I know all that the rats you have are. a collar. Yeah. <laughs> you have a collar, but like, I don't know if your shots are up to date. <laughs> no rabies, thank you. Nah. All right, I'll see you, gentlemen. That's about it, I think, yeah. unless anybody has anything else. Okay. I gotta go. All right. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Alex, thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Ba-dum-ba.